Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We should all know how bedtime works. <laughs> and every night it's like, wait, what do we do? Welcome to the Child Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, author of the best-selling parenting book, The Child Whisper. I'm with my co-host, Ann Tuttle-Brown. Part of parenting is bedtime. Every night, bedtime happens. And there's so many funny comedian jokes about, like, bedtime is this big giant thing and it's like bedtime happens every night why don't we just know what to do jim gaffigan has a hilarious one about being it's like a hostage situation but in reverse (laughs) your children have you held hostage just stay in there stay in there i'll give you anything you want then once they're all down one wakes up and then you got to start all (laughs) over again no it it, there is we get so many questions about bedtime like how can i help you think people want to go to bed i mean you get tired right I know the parents certainly do. Well, actually, it's like once my kids are in bed, then I'm like, I get this burst of energy That's and I right. can stay up Talk all night long. <laughs> and I'm like kicking myself in the morning. Why didn't I go to bed earlier? So we're going to talk a little bit about bedtime and specifically like once the child is in bed, how do you keep them there? Because there's a lot of like, okay, I got them down, but they're getting up again or just this really prolonged bedtime routines. Mm-hmm. So we want to support you with that today. First of all, I want to point out that you could be the one making it harder than it needs to be. Well, that's pretty much the case in all <laughs> scenarios. That's why I wrote the child whisper, because that's pretty true. I want to be careful when you start bedtime routines. Choose, be very selective in what you include in the routine. That's right. Like Tanner's routine with your type three little guy is like swoop him up and yes, my type put three him husband. in bed and he's done. Yeah. I'm like it's he goes very to very bed quick. So good. My husband, he's a type three. He's like a bedtime wizard. He can get up there and he's done with bedtime in 15 minutes. And I'm like an hour and a half. And I'm like, well, how do you do this? <laughs> he's giving me coaching tips. So I will share those with you today. <laughs> so I want to share a success story, though, from someone who said bedtime has always been stressful for me for multiple reasons. For my type two son, he needed me to be there for a long time to help him fall asleep, cuddling him, holding his hand, rubbing his back. Before I read The Child Whisper, I thought I needed to do the same thing for my type 1 daughter, and bedtime took forever. I would rub her back for an hour, sometimes two. What? I could never do that, first Oh, no, me like, either. No, I'd I, be like, fine, stay up, if fall the, asleep, if the alternative, you fall asleep. <laughs> I, if I have to rub a back versus them screaming for an hour, I would choose the latter. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd just throw my hands up and say, apparently, you'll just fall on the floor yeah. and go to sleep at some point. <laughs> Okay, so even after I started reading The Child Whisper, I continued this trend not realizing that I was the one making bedtime worse. About three weeks ago, I changed my approach. I let her pick out her babies, turn on her diffuser. She picks the light color. I love that part. Tuck her in, kiss her goodnight, and walk out. She falls asleep within five minutes every single time. She's never cried for me not being there like I feared she would. Why didn't I do this sooner? This has been life-changing. And seriously, like when you get bedtime, it is life changing because that's another an hour or two that she can use. Mm-hmm. 
in our, that quiet time. And our, it's not her trying to get her daughter to sleep. Our big success story was your brother, my type four son, he was just approached it very logically from a very young age. He was tired and he knew if you're tired, you go to bed. He wouldn't wait for me to go do the bedtime routine. He preferred putting himself to bed by himself. How old was he when he started that? Seven, eight. Hmm. He preferred putting himself to putting himself to bed mm-hmm. privately, you know, being by himself. He didn't want you in there. You might go in and just say goodnight then once he was in bed, but he didn't want the interaction. Mm-hmm. And it became the solitary process for him, which I think is... Maybe that's what will happen with my youngest type You could three start son. that pretty early yeah. with a type four child. It's just maybe you're stressing them out because they don't want to be talking to you. They mm. really are tired and they just want quiet. They need that solitude. Mm-hmm. You could even at three, four, five years old, employ them to, it's time for you to go get ready for bed and do your bedtime routine. I'll come in and just say goodnight when you're in bed. And it's quick Mm -hmm. because you're making too much, you're putting too much into it. Give them that authority, the autonomy. Yeah. Type fours need time by themselves. I would think when you're getting ready for bed, that'd be a lovely time to be by yourself. Mm -hmm. That's a great tip. What about for type three? What are the tendencies around bedtime? You got to catch them when they're tired. If you let mm-hmm. them burn through that tired face, they get a second win. I noticed that especially. You got to like they'll hit the pillow hard. They'll hit it hard, boy. If you and you got to go with it, and you got to just stop what you're doing and say, "Okay, we're going to bed right now." Boom. Because if you get past that, they'll get going again. They'll get wound up again, and then it's another few hours. So even if it's and if you're really strict on time, you think, well, it's too early. Well, I don't know. Maybe they need a longer sleep tonight. Maybe 6 p.m. isn't for that type 3. They just, they're tired. When they're showing they're going that to bed. signs. Yeah, that's a good idea. So that's, you got to catch it in that moment of tiredness. I'm the same way still. I'll be tired at 9, 930 because if I got up at 6 and if I move past that, I'll be up till midnight. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what did I just do? I like missed my my window. window of tired opportunity and I didn't take it. So with type two, like this um, story we shared, there was the type two son needed a little more me comforting there for a longer time to fall asleep. Now, my type two son, we don't spend a lot of time like cuddling or connecting in bed, but we do have a very cozy space for him. And we've we've spoken to this in other podcasts, but he's got... Well, I talk about that in the Child Whisperer book yeah, also. Yeah, definitely. So we've got his stuffed animals, a cozy room, um, you know, his whole setup with his water bottle. So mm-hmm. he knows it's familiar. And then we'll do a story or sing a song and say goodnight. Mm-hmm. But my husband, when he leaves the room, he kind of lays out in the lot. What happens if you call for me? What happens if you get out of bed? What happens if this... And he follows through, correct? So The kids know. He means it. Yeah. And the consequences just will shut the door. They like to keep their doors open a bit Mm -hmm. so there can be a little bit of light. And my little two-year-old will say, shut the door. You shut the door. So he knows the rules. He's familiar. And same thing with Katie. And Katie knows she can push me a little bit more. But mom, don't leave me or tell me another story. Or she'll start to cry. Or she'll. we've talked about this in another podcast as well. She'll bring up what she's scared Mm -hmm. about. And I just have to like... Just keep moving forward. Nope, mm-hmm. nope, you're good because I know at that point mm-hmm. it's a distracting technique. And so they're just staying well, in bed. I think when parents are the most successful and keep their children choosing to stay in bed, they've been really clear on the consequences and they reinforce them 
There's mm -hmm. no variable there. So the children just know, what do I want? I want my door open. Okay, I'm going to choose to stay mm -hmm. in. Not, I'm going to choose everything I've agreed to here. And so that follow through, that you show your children that you will follow through. And then they'll make choices that support preventing those consequences. Where, again, my type 1 daughter has inconsistent follow through a lot of times, but her type 4 husband has impeccable follow through. So he deals with less fallout. The children mind him more quickly because of his follow through where they get away with more with their type one mom. Mm -hmm. And she and knows our, that's her tendency, so she mm -hmm. has to work on it. And I and think in that case, he's a role model for right. her. And that's the same in my scenario. And I think in that case, like, just make your follow through be very simple. Like, we don't have 10 different rules around bedtime. It's one thing. And the yeah. kids know it because we've reinforced it time and time again. Let's keep this conversation going, Anne. But first, we've got a special message for our listeners. What's your mom uniform? Yoga pants? Jeans and a t-shirt? As a mom, you're busy and wardrobe isn't high on the priority list. But do you ever get tired of feeling blah about how you look? Carol Tuttle's Dressing Your Truth program helps you create a personal style that works for you, for your budget, for your family, and for your life. You can look more pulled together in less time. All you need is a little know-how, and Carol can show you. Just sign up for a free account at dressingyourtruth.com. it is if bedtime is stressful children don't look forward to bedtime because it's a big stressful moment and if you're not giving the appropriate you've got so much going on thing there's just a, a lot of movement in your home there's media running light can affect children you know I listened to Dave Asprey's Bulletproof podcast he talks a lot about the influence of blue light from technology, screens, television, the light in your home, that you've got to create sort of that winding down. People went to bed when it got dark mm -hmm. in the days of non-technology yeah, and no electricity. You create that supportive environment that says bedtime is a very pleasant experience we look forward to. So what's going on leading up to it that all of a sudden it's bedtime? And then we're supposed to shift into going to bed, but our brains are all stimulated. What did they eat? Do they, you know, some kids eat later at night. Maybe they do need, they could be what's called, you know, a night eater. Mm -hmm. They do need a snack at night. It's just their pattern. Other kids will use it for a distraction. You found Katie actually does better if she eats something even after dinner and has mm -hmm. a snack. You'll even tell her, go get your snack. That's almost a part of her bedtime yeah. routine because she does benefit from that. And then she's not, you don't have to question. She's saying she's hungry. That's just a way to try and, and get I've, out of bed. I've create I've created parameters around that too. If yeah. like, we're already jumping bed and she's like, but wait, I didn't get my snack. Like, no, you have to get it before you come upstairs. Right. Like we She have, had to choose to get yeah. take care of that. And I've, I created this very clear like outline and I put it in the bathroom. Like these are the steps for bedtime, almost for me more yeah. than the kids. So right. I can be consistent of... We wash, we brush, we go potty, we get our jammies on, we do a story. Like, yeah. we can move through this quickly. And let's go to type one and just talk about their tendencies in the story that I shared. Um, what was taking, what was making bedtime not work was when the mom was spending a lot of time in the bed with her. And I think because the type ones are social, she was probably like, okay, I'm going to engage with my mom while she's here. But taking 
her like her mom leaving the room helped the child go to bed. Yeah, she actually exhibited that. I'm just going to connect and disconnect, mm-hmm. and I'm fine. And, and I love that the scenario, like I, she gave her that freedom to get her babies that she would sleep with, turn on her diffuser. They sounds like they have a light that changes color, so she could turn which one which color she wanted. So there was an element of fun and options, which appeals mm-hmm. to the type one. And then she, she just had was her able do to go them all. Mm-hmm. She didn't do them for her. I think it's really important for all types of children. They're responsible for getting themselves to bed and you're supporting them rather than you're responsible for getting them to bed. By really even around age two, you can start to employ your child in some responsible bedtime choices put on your onesie you see what i'm saying they can be or at doing least pick things. your jammies out get your diaper yeah, ready so you you train go brush them. your teeth yeah definitely you're in charge of your bedtime because eventually they're going to be you're in charge, in charge of, of keeping yourself in bed putting themselves to bed right and that's i mean i've always gone to bed later than i wanted to be and i'm like what didn't i that's learn out somehow maybe that's i gave you so much freedom but you guys never went to bed that's right all the tuttle children all stay up really late <laughs> I gave you all kinds of freedom, though, to say, yeah. hey, you want sleep? <laughs> you better go to bed now. But we're talking about, you know, toddlers and yeah. that are too no, young like that for that rationale. But again, you're training them to say it's your responsibility to maintain your health. Mm-hmm. So bed sleeping is a part of that. Yeah. And a couple more little tips. Like I have an alarm that goes off on my phone at 7 that triggers bedtime and it goes off. My kids know like, okay, we're approaching that time. Whether or not it happens exactly at that time. It's a bedtime alarm, vary. meaning we're starting this process. Yes. Like you guys know what time it is. We're winding down. That's a good idea. Is it the same time every night? Yeah. Yeah, it went off seven. at our house Sunday. Yeah. You were so still there and you we said still something. I said the time for bed <laughs> they're all looking around for their jammies yeah. <laughs> train them well the one-year-old the littlest guy he goes to bed so easy and it's right at one at, right at seven pretty much every night yeah, and then he's another, a three one he's like oh, would you, people... you know and even when he was a baby i would be like oh let's snuggle and he's just like right, jerking his head back like i'm ready to get to bed yeah another tip i would give is you know you probably have that consistent bedtime start time i think it would benefit you benefit any family to have like a consistent bedtime but I would say don't start bedtime until you're ready to engage in the process. And that's where I've found it will prolong because I'm like, all right, let's go to bed. I'm ready for you guys to go to bed. Like the day has come to an end, but then I'm not ready to like engage myself with my kids and move them through that process. Then an hour and a half later, they're finally in bed. And I'm like, what took so long? But if I just, you know, we're just going to play for another hour until I'm ready to do that, then... It can well, happen the more other, Yeah, that just brought to mind for me if the underlying feeling your children are picking up from you is I'm really annoyed by all of you and I'm tired of you and, and you got to go to bed. So really I'm sick done of with you, you, so you got to get to bed because <laughs> I'm really done with you. So if there's just this bed, the motive is that your children feel that and they'll they'll react respond unfavorably because they don't want to feel that being they're a problem. Mm-hmm. So you've got to shift your mood and just say i would set intentions too i i would speak it and say i'm bedtime grateful that easy. bedtime is easy and i'm grateful enjoyable. that all my children I sh- i've done that i have I'm like bedtime it. is I an do, enjoyable process i for do all figure eights between my children in their bed i imagine angels surrounding their beds like soothing mm. them to sleep no i'm kidding yeah no i've done all i do that. all that stuff because yeah. i'm like you know i want this to be a delightful positive experience that mm-hmm. they're drawn to because I don't remember having challenging bedtime experiences with you. So maybe I started this years ago where <laughs> I'm like, 
you know, I'm going to draw on these forces to support this experience, that it's, it's not an issue in our mm-hmm. family, that we went to bed. <laughs> and they, I like the angel tactic to, that my children stay in bed because it's such a lovely, wonderful setting. They feel soothed Cozy and comforted. Place, yeah. So I imagine I mean, them surrounded place. by angels that are like stroking their head. Or, <laughs> I honestly do this, and I even do it with myself. I call in angels to help me go to sleep. <laughs> Sounds cozy. It's wonderful. I would, going back to just something you mentioned, it triggered a thought that start there. Like if your kids' rooms are in a place where they feel really excited to be like this story here said she's got her babies or diffuser a nightlight like she's that type one child is all ex- excited about all of that mm-hmm. to support her in a inf- ex- uh, cozy environment to sleep is their bed not comfortable are there scratchy do they have a messy bed? bed your parenting practice is to assess your bedtime and look at all the areas that affect bedtime their bedroom their type and how can you support them in having a supportive bedtime routine so they can stay in bed and you'll all be a more rested and happy family as a result. Thanks for listening. For more support, go to thechildwhisper.com where you can purchase the book, subscribe to our weekly parenting practice email, and find a transcription and audio of the Child Whisper podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, thank you for leaving a review. If you have a parenting question, please send it to parenting at liveyourtruth.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.